It's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. Sponsored by Journey 333. That is a place of mind, body, spirit that helps you with fitness, coaching, and nutrition to look better, live better, and feel better. We produce these episodes every week for your enjoyment to help people to overcome adversity and live their dreams. Yo, 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 it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we're the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. That's a place of mind, body, spirit, fitness, coaching, and nutrition that helps you to look better, live better, and feel better. Today, we got fellow masterminder, soon to be three location, anytime fitness owner, David Pohertz in the house. Yeah, David is just an awesome guy. He's got a book coming out called Why Not Me. I can't wait for him to share with you what that book is really all about and why it applies to you. Maybe why not you, right? So uh, let's talk. David, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah thanks for yeah. being here. So um, David, yeah, let, let's segue into that book so that people can get to know you and what you're writing about in there. I hope you could. Give us that yeah, version. Absolutely. Um, I'll give you the, the kind of three-minute um, snapshot of the book. So uh, pandemic hits, just like everyone else, we kind of like going about our business thinking it was uh, going to be over soon and that lasts as long as it has and impacts us as much as it has. So uh, it got me to thinking kind of like what's next for me and where do I go? Um, and, and really, how did I even get to where I was uh, and kind of reflect back? So um, as I was doing that, um, you know, like I talked to my wife and, and um and also people in the mastermind, just kind of like um, what, what's going on in their lives and kind of like uh, how did they get to where they were and, and kind of led me to believe that, you know, a lot of people don't know um, our, what my story is. Or, so I thought that this book would be a good way to let people know who are struggling right now with, you know, what to do um, next in their lives or what they're currently doing um, and that um, they might not think um, success is in their reach and um, kind of like, just really go along with my journey. So um, the book starts about just really kind of my, my story, my personal story growing up of where I grew up um, and my parents and my family and the education background um, or lack thereof uh, that, that they had um, and where um, their family went um, along the way. So I decided to kind of share that story first. And then really uh, the book is really, kind of bits and pieces of story of my life and kind of the, the steps that I took from um, elementary through high school, through college um, to today, really of the people in my lives that made a difference to make me believe that, hey, just because you have a certain, you come from a certain background or um, financial background or a, a, a city where people don't give you a chance to um, uh, achieve, let alone graduate um, college or go to college or own a business. So I want to really help hopefully inspire folks to take a look and read the book and that it is possible for for somebody to make a difference and to achieve success it doesn't really have to be it could be now as an adult doesn't or even a, a younger high school or a middle school person reading the book so we all have that opportunity um, within us to succeed it's just how do you get there and who's helping you get there along the way so hopefully that book um, inspires some people to know that you do have the opportunity to achieve what you want and, and um, go after your dreams so I'm excited. No, I'm excited for you. And, and I think it's such a great topic. I know I personally, uh, you too. Well, actually your mother, your mother did. For me, I did not have uh, parents who were college graduates. I didn't have grandparents who were college graduates. Um, you know, 
So if I looked at their life as to how they started working for someone else and, you know, basically did that nine to five and, and for the most part did things that they weren't really passionate about, then I would have been limited by that, um, you know, because I was able to follow my passion and become right. an entrepreneur and those kind of things. So who were those people in your life, uh, those turning points, uh, the people that helped you to want to aspire to be more? Um, good question. I, you know, for me, um, I mentioned um, my family a lot, um, particularly my father, um, who um, passed away uh, just before my daughter, my oldest daughter will be 13, just before she was born. So um, to me, it was really personal because um, he got to see all my siblings, kids, grow, um, you know, be born and, and, and come into the world and, and have that opportunity to be part of their lives. So um, for me, that to, the, the book was really that opportunity to show what kind of person he was and how he did impact me um, along the way. So first and foremost, I would say, you know, my father, because of, you know, like I said earlier, his, you know, he had a third grade education, but he held down four or five jobs at a time for us. So um, always making sure that his family had what they needed to food, clothing, go to schools that he wasn't able to go to. So um, I would say him. And then um, another one would be uh, when I got into uh, high school, my high school um, track and cross country coach, um, another father figure. I think we all have that second father figure for the most part at some point in our lives that somebody makes that impact. So um, he was always there and always believed in me personally when others um, at that time said, hey, you're too small, too skinny, you know, not smart enough and always encouraging me along the way, along with uh, my dad. So those two um, people I, I mentioned in the book and of course my family, um, my wife and my kids um, as well. So yeah, I, I can, I can relate to that. I like how you pointed out that somebody was your inspiration who was not a, a college graduate or not just somebody stepping into your life from outside of your family saying, Hey, you can be more. Because honestly, you know, my grandfather, who was like a father to me, was always inspirational with his work ethic. I remember asking him one time, I said, uh, you know, Grandpa, how much did you make when you, you know, he didn't finish high school and he went to work in a grocery store and he's like, oh, you know, we're making 10 cents an hour then, you know, and, and he started loading these trucks. And uh, as he said, sometimes he works 70 hours a week. And I was like, oh, when, you, when the big trucks came in, did they give you overtime? Because I was wondering, you know, 10 cents right. an hour, what was overtime like? And he said, we didn't have overtime back then. We didn't have any such thing. We just still got paid what we got paid for the week. Right. And uh, always inspired by his work ethic. And that's given me a drive to be more. Um, you mentioned a coach being a second father figure in your life. Is that what inspired you into the fitness industry uh, to have somebody come along and be impactful like that? Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. You know, I went to... Um, uh, trade high school. Um, so you, when you graduated the, the high school, you you went into whatever you chose to do. So our school system was a little different than your typical high school. So our 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 month was broken into two weeks of class time and then two weeks of the trade that you were graduating in. So uh, after your freshman year, you kind of go through every program that they offer the first um, semester or two, and then you land in your um, trade that you're going to graduate. So I ended up in culinary arts being a, I thought I wanted to be a chef. So, um, that turned out to not be true. <laughs> so, uh, after, you know, going into my sophomore year and still having that mindset of, I wanted to, I really wanted to make that difference in, in my family and get to college. And that, um, my high school track coach was that person who kept pushing me along the way. He's, um, and part of that was too, 
um, I didn't want to leave my current school and my and my teammates at the time because they were relying on me. And I was, you know, my dad always taught us, you know, once you start something, you finish it. So, um, and that was really part of the inspiration as well as I committed to the school, I committed to my teammates um, that I was going to be there for them. So I ended up staying um, and graduating um, with that culinary arts degree. But um, it, along that journey, he, you know, my high school coach knew that I wanted to go to college. So he would help me along the way and give me some extra um, academic um, support that a lot of the other kids um, that he knew were pursuing a trade um, weren't doing at the time. So, um, so it was a strong push that pushed me into the world I am in today because I always had that interest in fitness and sports um, along the way. I was, I was a more of a late bloomer, if you will, in athletics. So, um, you know, um, it really wasn't until my sophomore, junior high school where I started to put on a little bit of size. And But I was always fast. So I always had that speed. And I write about that in the book um, that my father put me in these races at his work, um, would have these summer picnics. And um, it was one particular race where we had a potato sack race. And I, I don't know how I won that, but I did. I was just using my legs along the way. So, um, and then after telling that story to my high school track coach, that's how he got me on the track team because, you know, he was walking around the school looking for freshmen. And so that's how I met the man. It, you know, he was just asking people for um, what they did and where they came from. And I told him that story. He's like, so you're going to come join our team. And so um, the rest was history. Yeah, history. So he was a good support um, system for me along the way and into that part of my life. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about your evolution into the fitness industry to become the uh, soon to be uh, three location owner that you are today. You know, how take us on that career path, you know, that journey. So once I got into uh, college, uh, I, I chose a major of healthcare administration. So, you know, thinking um, a part of a part of I write in the book is about like we put ourselves sometimes in situations that we think is our true purpose, um, just based off that circumstance of that we're currently in. So got into college, uh, enrolled in the program, loved it, um, did some interning um, at a local hospital where I worked at the time. And um, then I eventually joined an insurance um, agency. So um, I liked it. I liked it at the time, but I still always had that foot in the door in the fitness coaching world. So while I was doing that, I went back to um, graduate school at um, University of Connecticut and got my master's in sports administration. So um, while working for uh, an insurance company, so um, I was never truly really happy in that row. And that's really what kind of kept me pushing, pushed me towards the fitness world. So that's why I chose to go back to school for sports administration, get in, try and get involved with athletics. Um, and then I did that and it was, you know, it, it turned out to me like money, we all make money along our careers, but I wasn't so satisfied with just making money. I needed something more. So um, once I graduated um, UConn, I got an um, internship opportunity at a college in North Carolina. So I left my job in, in, um, in Connecticut and kind of drove down here and, the, the job ended up, the internship wound up not being available. So I decided, well, what am I do? Do I go back or do I stay? So I um, ended up staying and I got involved with the local YMCA um, as a sports director and a personal trainer. And then I really never looked back. So um, once uh, um, my franchise came into the state of North Carolina looking for franchisees, um, I went to a seminar. There were some territories open and I really just kind of made the leap and um I was fortunate enough where they took a chance on me because I didn't have the financial backing. You know, it was really just, I was trying to scramble all my, um, 
my eggs, if you will, to try and look at that. How do I raise this capital? So they gave me the opportunity um, as far as from a financing standpoint, I was able to raise some of my own money and they gave me that opportunity to become a franchisee. And then from there, it just blossomed into the second location and now now the third. So it's been a it's been a hard, interesting road along the way. I'll say that. How much capital did they want you to have up front? If you don't mind me asking. Um, at the time, um, I want to say it was about 200, 250,000, um, kind of all in with your equipment, your equipment purchase and, um, your franchise fees. And, um, and then of course your, um, your contract with your, your first month's and last month's rent for your landlord and, and things like that. So all in, um, I want to say it was around 200, 250,000. So that's a big risk. That's a big risk. You know, you got to come up with 250,000 and just trust that this is going to happen. I think that's, uh, that, that's pretty amazing. Um, there's things in life that shape us and help us become who we are. And I believe that our adversities can become, you know, our advantage later on. Um, let me ask you, you know, are there any uh, particular challenges or adversities that have really shaped you into being the, the person that you are today? Um, to me, it's always been, um, you know, like just overcoming the doubters along the way, um, from, from that standpoint first, um, that if you, if you're told enough that you aren't good enough, you aren't smart enough, you aren't rich enough, um, and that you can't succeed, you start to believe those things. So, um, I had that in one ear, but in the other ear, I had people supporting me the opposite saying, you are smart enough, the money will come. Um, all those other things don't matter. Your happiness, whatever from the inside that comes out is really what matters. Those other, the, what I call noise in the background, they're just distractions. So um, I think at the end of the day, um, just overcoming that was a big part of me and, and our background um, because everything else has started to fall into place. So um, I was fortunate enough to have many um, supporters along the way that really um, negated the, the doubters, if you will. So um, because there are ways, if you, if you don't have enough money, there are ways to raise it. Um, that, that's always, um, an option for anyone who really wants to put the effort in. I truly believe that. So, um, because I, you know, I've had people take a risk, um, for me with, like I said, the, just going into the franchise, I just had my resume and some experience that the franchise took a chance on me. It's just, uh, you know, they've never done that before. That was the first time they've ever financially supported a franchisee in that manner. Um, and then we had to raise money too, but just, they, they were there for us when they've never done that before. So, um, so yeah, it was, that, that's, I'd say that's probably one of the, the bigger things to kind of overcome is just those doubters along the way that, it, you know, they can be more roadblocks than you think. So. Would that be the purpose of the book? You know, right. So many people are saying, Oh, you know, it, it, it won't be me or, you know, I'm not good enough or whatever. And what you're really saying with the book is why not you, you know, why not me? Right. Is that pretty much the, uh, the message you want people to get from that? Right. And, um, if for me, like it's hopefully like, like I said earlier, it's if somebody is struggling right now, um, even as an adult, you know, picking up that book, because for me, what COVID did, it wasn't something that COVID caused me to think this way. It's just COVID has caused a lot of people to reflect um, of where they're at and where they want to go. Um, and hopefully if they pick this up, I tried to really make the book about 
my voice and my stories of really hopefully somebody can resonate with that. Maybe they had a similar situation or they're going through that right now um, that um, they can do those things. It doesn't really matter, um, you know, who they are, where they came from and what age they are. It, it's uh, it's really what where you want to go um, and what support system you have and systems along the way to help you get to, to get you there. So hopefully um, in simplest terms that this book really just um, is able to change some people's thought process that, um, that they can achieve things that they're only, they're their only obstacle. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of your own way. Get out of your own way. Very get out good. Your own way and get out of your own head. So <laughs> Right. Nobody knows enough to be a pessimist, so don't listen to the naysayers, right? Those right. Kind of things. I think that's so good. I think the world needs this message more. Uh, very important. So as you look down the road, you know, you're, you're growing into your third location now, and you're, you're growing that way because you've ignored the naysayers. You believed in your dreams and believed in yourself as much as you want to encourage other people to do. What will be your legacy? Where do you see yourself, you know, five, 10 years down the road or, or further, you know, take us into the future with this book and these locations that you're growing. Um, you know, it, it's interesting that you, that you say that or ask that because, um, you know, for me right now is I'm asking my, myself that same question. What's next for me? Um, mm -hmm. I love the fitness industry. I love the franchise. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I don't, you know, I see myself, hopefully making more of an impact from a larger scale, like, you know, whether it be traveling the country, traveling around the world of, of coaching others um, that are maybe in that mindset that they can't do things um, that um, uh, hopefully inspire them to do, to, to step out of that, their comfort zone and to take that next, next take that next step into their journey. So um, I think, if, I think if I could look, if there was a crystal ball um, that I would be doing more of that um, coaching um, aspect of, you know, in the fitness industry versus being involved with just um, a franchise. So um, I love it. Um, it's, it's got me to where I was today, but I am being pulled in some direction. I just don't know what um, exactly, um, but I'm figuring it out. And this book really made me stop and think as I write it. Um, and it's coming to a, a, a full circle for me that um you know, I'm excited about what that next step is. So uh, this, this book has kind of forced me to go in that direction. So that's very good. That's very good. You know, so I'm picturing this down the road, uh, David on the why not me tour with why not me t-shirts and, you know, changing <laughs> mindsets, and, you know, get people involved in your coaching so that they can believe in themselves and accomplish your dreams. That's, that's awesome. Right. You know, how will the world be different because you're here? More people believing in themselves <laughs> is a great thing. More people changing the world. Cindy, yeah. You, you yeah, I did. Um, so for your franchise now, you have two that are open, getting ready to do a third. How has has this COVID changed um, your locations, your, you know, the employees that you have? Because uh, you're yeah. going to be doing a third one. So right. I, I know across the board, people that <clears throat> are business owners, um, it's hard to find employees right now. And people are struggling trying to find, you know, bodies that will be good inside the door. So, so tell me, you finding struggles with those, uh, you know, parts of it, or is it? Yes, yes. Like, it's, um, it's our from our system standpoint. I like to think we had a pretty solid um, internal system in place that we can. It's it would be interchangeable no matter who you put in the in that role. But um, 
for for me, it's really trying to find that balance in that person or per, or persons that are more family oriented, like that want to be there and want. And it's not just a job; it is it is a, a lifestyle. It's a it's a career path. Um, it's been a little challenging. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's uh, to to find all that. We've got a good team in place right now um, that I'm very happy with, uh, and we're we're continuing to look for other coaches. Um, that want to be part of that journey. Um, so um, it, it's, it's been different trying. Normally you throw a resume of job posting out there and you get a bunch of resumes and now they're just kind of, the interest just kind of trickles in. Whereas before it was, you know, we were being flooded with, we had no, we didn't have a spot for people that we would want to hire. So um, now it's just the opposite. So, um, but we, and the nice thing about being the franchise is, um, and in the proximity of the locations, our systems work for each location. So it's really just taking one system, applying it to um, to the next and to the next location um, with the only caveat that you're changing um, programming based off of your demographics. Our two locations that we have open right now are vastly different as far as our demographics. So one's more, um, you know, like uh, baby boomer. Um, the other one's more, um, stay-at-home mom, dads, and that, you know, that kind of range um, with some high school and college um, kids mixed in. So vastly different um, demographics between the two locations. Uh, so that's been a challenge to stay on top of the programming and, and keep their interest um, and try to bring them back in. We've seen a nice trickle of people coming back to the gyms. Um, so it's been nice uh, from that standpoint. But um, so it, the, the challenge mainly really has been trying to get stay creative with our programming and the pricing with the competition. Everyone else is going through the same thing, as you said, right now. So really just everyone's trying to get as creative as possible. And that's and we're no different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really good. Really. Good. So what types of programs do you offer uh, at any time? So we have um, we uh, we have our uh, youth and teen um, fitness programs. So particularly targeting. Um, those who are either athletes or non-athletes. So, you know, we believe we want to encourage fitness at all levels, right? So not just if they're an athlete. So if, if um, they're interested in wanting to come into the gym and even and learn about fitness and nutrition, we want to encourage that. So, um, so we start there and then we have programming for, um, you know, our athletes, uh, mom, dads, the, the weekend warrior types, if you will. Uh, and then um, our senior programs. So, uh, uh, it, we have a nice mixture of those. We, it's not like your, your typical larger facility or it's not your smaller studio. We're kind of in the middle based off our size. So um, we can't compete with the places that have pools and basketball courts because that's not who we are. Um, so we just try and stay kind of in our lane, if you will, and, and, and um, kind of branch out with programs that people are, are bringing to us. Uh, we're very open for feedback on what they want to see and what they want to do. But um, we try and include all of our age groups with different programs uh, that um, will hopefully keep them in and tell their friends. Um, and then we're right now, we're actually just added some nutritional workshops and cooking, um, um, cooking classes along with our uh, standard programs. So, um, so yeah, we're excited. And when you say, yeah. when you say various programs for different ages, uh, does that include like private, semi-private group uh, or, you know, working out on your own, of course, it's anytime. So, uh, yep, we have, um, we have our small group, which generally consists of two to four people. And then our, what they call large group, which would be five to 10. Um, and that's for just one trainer. So anything beyond 10, you start to get into that standard 
um, or old school of um, group exercise mode, right? So uh, you would, can kind of go to any local larger gym and um, we want to change that um, mindset and that approach. So we include more of their work. They are working with trainers and coaches um, and they, we involve more. Everyone gets, uh, you know, measured and weigh-ins and uh, meal prep guides. So, uh, and we have our body scans. So we really try and we have our uh, my zone belts and, you know, supplement lines. So really it's more of that experience of, of a coaching environment versus um, you know, you're walking into a standard gym and you're just going to go walk, walk on a treadmill um, and not get that attention. So um, that's the nice part about our franchise where we're headed. It's going, it's, it's, it's kind of shifted gears into that more of that coaching um, mentality versus just that convenience um, facility. Cool. And, and if somebody gets a chance to visit one of your locations, where are they at? So we have one in Wesley Chapel, North Carolina, just outside of Charlotte. And uh, the second location is in Indian land, South Carolina, just over the line from Charlotte. So they're really about 10 miles apart. And then our third location will be in a small town called Waxa, uh, again, outside of Charlotte. So they're all within uh, uh, eight to 10 miles of each other, um, just kind of strategically placed. Um, so uh, we, um, we get a lot of uh, destination traffic, people come, coming to and from work. That's a lot of our clientele as well. But Generally, our members come within a three, two, three, five-mile radius uh, is where we get a bulk of our members coming from. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, when will this book come out? Why not me? When will that come out? Uh, hopefully, it'll be hitting the, the press in my hand um, about middle of September. So um, maybe sooner, but I'm, I'm, I'm hearing um, that's going to be right around mid-September, possibly that third week. Okay. All right. And people will be able to get it on amazon.com or. Yeah, it'll be on Amazon and we're working on some other um, channels as well. We're going to go out and record an audio version of it in September. So they'll be able to get it, um, an audio book um, for those. For I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I like to listen to a nice audio book. So uh, that's, uh, that's, I fall into that category as well. So uh, we're going to do a little bit for both who wants to take it to the beach and maybe like underline it like take that highlighter to it um and then also just may pop it in the car on their on their phone and listen to it along the way so i'm um, excited awesome awesome and so if people want to connect with you because they're you know inspired by the why not me and you know what's the best way to you know get more from you well um i'm on instagram just said uh, david poho so david poho94 uh or just uh, facebook um it's where they can um, contact us at our gyms, um, Anytime Fitness, Wesley Chapel, North Carolina, or Anytime Fitness, Indian Land. And uh, we'd love to connect with them. All right. Any uh, final words or any uh, <clears throat> anything else that our audience should know about? Um, no, I would just say, like, you know, it's today or especially um, if, if someone's struggling just to, to lean on someone and um, – and get that help if you're struggling with your career or, you know, your personal life that you need some help with. Um, we're all, we're all there for each other. We're all, we're all humans at the end of the day. Um, I believe there's good, you know, good in everyone and we want to help each other. So, um, you know, I'm here. If someone wants to just reach out and say hello, or I need some help or, you know, um, I just think um, now more than ever, we need to be there for each other, especially uh, um, with everything going on in today's world. So. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Well, David, thank you for being on the show. We look forward to reading your book. Yeah. You've been sure. an awesome guest. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Overcomers Podcast sponsored by Journey 333. 
When I am not hosting the Overcomers podcast, I am working at one of our fitness franchises so that I can continue to help people overcome adversity on a daily basis. That's right. People come to the Journey 333 fitness franchises because they want a coach in their life. They want somebody to help them overcome the adversities of life, motivate them to higher levels of greatness, bring out their potential, help them lose weight, get off medications, fight depression, fight anxiety. That's what we do on a regular basis. If you feel like you want your life to be about helping more people to overcome their adversities, if you feel like you're an overcomer and you want to create more overcomers, then maybe owning a Journey 333 franchise would be for you. To find out more, go to www.journeyfitness333.com.